0: Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? My name is Tabin Dillard, and I am lawns, and I live in Chancellor Park. And this introduction to this week's podcast is a little different because I'm on the road, and I don't have my usual introduction here, but I thought, hey, I'm here. So I've been making YouTube's videos since 2006. I transitioned over to the TikToks and Instagrams and the whatnots. I'm glad you found me here. And now that's like the first introduction, the initial one, now, I'm going to send you over to myself for the real introduction. I'm glad you joined me. Think, think. Welcome to the Tavin Dillard Podcast, y'all guys. Season 3's, episode 13's. My name's Tavin Dillard. I'm Olan. I live in Chancellor Park. And I'm glad you joined me on this week of the podcast. It's like a radio show because it's for your ears what you listen to. Now, uh, y'all probably know I've been on the road this week. Uh, I've been doing live shows now as, uh, this is coming out, you know, coming out, uh, this episode is Tuesdays, and so tomorrow, Wednesdays, July 13th, will be a show in Hardy, Arkansas, but I done, already did, uh, Yukon, Oklahoma. On Thursday, the 7th, that was a great turnout over there. It was a hoot of a time. Had some great food, great folks, took some pictures, uh, you know, probably shook some hands. I know that I did. I've been giving out high fives. And then I went to Newkirk, Oklahoma at the K County Amphitheater. That was a hoot. Now, if y'all follow me on the Instagrams, I've been posting uh, them pictures of, you know, them events. And then uh, some of the stories on the TikToks, but mostly. Instagram's has the kind of the recap pictures if you follow me on there and then uh, that's how that go I think I posted a little bit you know uh, information on the Facebooks too. And then folks have been texting me and I've been trying to get with y'all because something happened at the Conway show. Now the Conway show's great. Uh good turnout there. It's good to meet everybody and then we did something we ain't never did before in these shows which is do a live stream. So folks are all around the country could uh, see the show kind of thing. So that was kind of fun. I enjoyed that. I don't know exactly uh who watched it completely or how many folks you invited over to watch it, but I hope the folks that seen it uh, had a good time, and I still got Hardy, Arkansas, uh, to do. And at the Conway Show, if you've seen that, um, if you live-streamed it, uh, then you'd notice. But otherwise, or if you were there in person, that uh, for the first time, I had uh, my new shirt. I just got that day, the day of the show. Uh, which was uh, Saturday, July the 9th, which was the Early Bird Gets the Perm shirt. We've been talking about this for months. Back in the spring, you know, and then there was just some delays and whatever, and finally that old bird hatched, and we got uh, the Early Bird Gets the Perm shirt. I draw the, uh, the logo, you know, Delondra and Gracie that uh, manage it down there. Uh, they sisters, uh, they approved it, and now it's on a shirt, and so that's available. I'll put that at the link in my show notes, and Thanks for joining me on this podcast. This is what this is. And, you know, uh, Bee House Honey, uh, they got taverns honey from bees, which is a wonderful, delightful uh, honey. It's a nectar, and it comes from the bees. And you can put that on all kinds of things uh dinner rolls that are softer baby angel's leg uh and you can butter them too and then butter and honey kind of thing and put it on fresh fruit you can put it on toast you can put it in your tea you can do all kinds of things with that honey but it comes from bees my face is on the label thanks to bee house for for being part of this journey uh season three of the podcast that is wrapping up pretty soon um, I do want to say I'll put a link to the live shows in the show notes today, too, in case somebody wants to get to Hardy uh, on the 13th to see that show at Hardy Junction Music Hall. But it's been a hoot uh, so far. And I told y'all season three is wrapping up. And, buddy, is it? days two episodes left in the season of podcast? And y'all heard about the Q&A podcast? That's how I wrap up each season of the podcast, and the only way I know to answer uh, something, you know, is by you asking a question first, so please be sending them in, uh, them questions, I've been getting emails uh, this week, and text messages, and I'm going to try to keep up with all of them, but as they come in, because folks text me uh pretty pretty often enough, I try to get back to everybody, so what's happening, I got to come up with a system, you know, when the Q&A's come in, I appreciate y'all with the text message, and in the emails where you say, you know, in a subject line, an email, you put Q&A questions. So I know it's for that podcast episode. And then folks text me, hey, this is a, Q, uh, a question for the Q&A of the podcast. That way I know it's not just like you out of the blue, just ask me a question that day you want to answer to right then and there, but it's for that episode of the podcast. So keep sending those in. You know, my email address is gmail.com, or you text me at 501-322-6249. All that info will be in the show notes. But here's the deal. The reason this works is because it's give and takes. I appreciate your questions, and, you know, as you send them in, then I got something to do that last uh episode of the season. It's going to be a hoot, and, and you're going to help make it great, so I appreciate that. Now, I don't have to tell y'all that City poo season is in full swing. Folks are going on vacation and traveling and doing family reunions. Me, I've been taking many vacations to the City poo. and by many, I mean M-I-N-I and M-A-N-Y. And it's been a hoot. I've been getting in my work at the city pool, you know, got to stretch the haunches and then make the launches, as they say, or as I say, I ain't heard nobody else say that yet. Well, this week, Cricket and I decided to go on a date before the softball game. It had to be early afternoon because I don't like to play softball on full stomach. She's getting off work early at the nursing home, so I just rode my bike over there and met her right before she got off work. Then we was going to head over to Bickham's All-You-Can-Eat Catfish Buffet. Well, I get over there, and Dewey Morton tugs on my elbow before I even find Cricket, and he tells me he built a rabbit trap, and he wanted to show me. What do you say when a nursing home resident tells you that he wants to show you a rabbit trap that he built? That's right. You say, okay, Dewey, let's see that rabbit trap. Well, I figured he was going to take me to his room because where else would he build a rabbit trap? Dewey's in a pair of overalls and work boots. Really, they coveralls. You, you know about them. They good work clothes. He could pass as a worker who just happened to be on the property, which is just what happened over Christmas. If you heard my Christmas episode of the podcast last year, Rusty Tidwell dropped off the snow machine for the Winter Wonderland and assumed that Dewey worked there because he acted like he did. You know, he just played the part. And, uh, and Rusty's like, well, I guess this is the guy I dropped the snow machine off with, Willie it was not. Well, anyhow, I'm following coverall Dewey down the hall, and he turns into the recreation area and then drops to his knees, and then he kind of waved me down there on the floor with him, like, you know, come on over here. Well, here I am in the recreation room at a nursing home on my hands and knees crawling behind Dewey Morton, a white-haired fellow with a ball cap on that says retired across the front, you know, because he don't have a job no more, and he, and we steady crawling under a ping-pong table. So if you can imagine that, uh, probably ain't too hard to do. You can see me right there, uh, right behind Dewey, and we underneath the ping pong table. I done got waved down, and I don't know how it happened. I mean, he's he's easy to believe. I can see now why Rusty got caught up in the story around Christmas time where, you know, Dewey's like, yeah, I'll take that. And he put that snow machine in a wheelchair and just wheeled it away because it, it's too heavy for uh, a man uh, uh his strength to be able to carry. It. But uh, you got a wheelchair, you can take it just about anywhere you want to go. That's what happened. Well, anyways, it don't matter how I ended up here because here I am. He waves me around next to him, you know, like, looky here, you know, he say. So we under that ping pong table. And he kind of being quiet, you know, not, like he ain't making a big show out of this. You know, he got down and he waved me over real quiet like he didn't say much. And then, you know, we get under that thing. He's like, look here, you know, he ain't yelling it for the whole world. see, uh, But Dewey talks a little bit in a whisper. So I didn't know if this is a big secret or not. I don't mind that he do that. What I do mind is when he get close to me to talk. He wanted them fellas to either get you uh, in a little bit of a headlock or put put his hand on your shoulder or, heaven forbid, behind your head it's happened where you can't back away because they hand is on, your, on the back of your head and then they lean closer and you trying to keep your mouth closed and, and not breathe out your nose and then you, you do them real quick head nods, hope they done with their story soon so, so you can breathe again. You know, you figure like the more I agree and the quicker I agree that this going to be over. Well, he ain't talking now. He's just waving me forward to look at his rabbit trap. It's a stick from a tree. I don't have to tell you where sticks come from, but that's what it was anyhow. And that stick... <clears throat> Boy, I got. I should, should grab a little sweet tea before I start talking here. That stick has got a string tied around it, and it's about six feet of string. And then he got a shoebox, and that stick, well, that stick hold up the shoebox. You see it now, don't you? Well, do he put his fingers to his lips like he want me to be quiet? Now, I was already being quiet, but now he's telling me it's really time to be quiet, I guess. So I'm quiet. And his eyes get wide, and he start mouthing words to me. And there ain't no way in the world that I'm going to know what he's mouthing. But I do know that I can nod. So that's what I do. About that time, Cricket walk into the recreation room and calls, Mr. Martin. I look at him. He look at me. Bink, bink. She didn't call my name. And he ain't answering. So I don't know what to do. So I don't do nothing. I'm waiting for him to say, here I am, but he don't. He's just looking at me, and he bring that finger to his lips again like, be quiet. Well, I am being quiet. I've been being quiet. Cricket leaves, and she's the whole reason I'm there. I'm there to see her. I ain't there to see Dewey Morton crawl under ping pong table with him in his coveralls to see this rabbit trap he built. So, you know, I was supposed to get a late lunch or early supper with Cricket. She about to clock out, best I could tell. So you can see where my mind is, you know, kind of, kind of what I'm thinking. I don't know if finding Dewey Morton was the last thing on her list of things to do or not, but she sure didn't find him. That's me and him, both under the ping-pong table, with a shoebox and a stick and six foot of string. Now, Dewey motions to me to back up and even say it. He says, scoot. He just said the word scoot, and he whispered it to me. So I scooped back, and pretty soon... Me and him both are out from under that ping-pong table, and he's holding that string, and he tells me to watch this. So he's ready to show me whatever he'd been wanting to show me this whole time. So you can probably imagine what happened next. He pull on that string, and that old stick drop, and the shoebox shuts, and Dewey says, Got him! And I say, Yep, looks like it could catch a rabbit, Dewey. And then he says to me, It did. Now, I'm thinking Dewey is telling me he did catch a rabbit, Or he could catch a rabbit, because it sounds like he said he did catch one. And I know rabbits are fast, but for one to get in a nursing home, make it through the hallways and into the recreation room, under the ping pong table, and right where that shoebox is planted— that's a stretch, so I'm thinking he didn't did catch it, like maybe he's saying he could catch it, you know, like maybe he got a little confused in how he's explaining this all to me, and I won't give him the benefit of the doubt, you know, doing more there. Not to mention, there ain't nothing under the shoebox that interests a the rabbit. There was no lettuce, no carrot, not another rabbit. I mean, why would a rabbit walk under a shoebox propped up underneath the ping pong table? Bingo! It wouldn't. So I start to get up and I say good job on that trap Dewey and cricket walked back into the room she look at me she say tabbing I say uh, hey cricket what are you doing in here? That's what she asked me. She's like, "What are you doing here?" And I like, "Well, I just motioned behind me on the floor, you know, just kind of, kind of pointing, want not to be too loud because I know uh, Dewey's really into whispering, and I guess he don't want to share this rabbit trap with just anybody, so I didn't want to, I didn't want to throw him under the bridge, but I wasn't about to get in trouble with Cricket, so I just motioned to Dewey over there, who has now covered his eyes, thinking Cricket ain't gonna be able to see him. Well, apparently it worked because I had to point him out to her. I put my finger to my lips, though, and I kind of let her know, this is a secret mission, you know, kind of thing. Like, shh, don't be too loud, Cricket. That's all I got to say about that. Um, so she walked over, and she bent down to Dewey, and she said, I've been looking for you. And Dewey just say, I ain't here. He told her, like Attaway, even though he's sitting there talking to her, he must think he's sneaky enough to get away with that, just saying, I ain't here. And Cricket say. Mr. Morton, Doreen Fundle is missing the shoebox, and I'm wondering if you know where it's at. He shrugs, and Cricket look under that ping pong table, and she see that shoebox. And she reaches for it, and old Dewey Morton holler at, Don't let it go! You know, he hollered that out, Don't let it go! And Cricket pick up that box and hand Dewey the stick with a string on it, and Dewey said, You let it free! Like he kind of mad. You know, because he, you know, he way he's telling this story to me and the way he's trying to tell it to Cricket is that under that shoebox that's underneath that, that ping pong table uh, that had the string and the stick attached to it that he done dropped down, that he had caught a rabbit, like a full-grown rabbit, I guess, kind of thing. And he's like, you let that thing free. He was not happy that Cricket let that rabbit go that he ain't even caught in the first place. So I helped him to his feet, and off we shuffled back down the hall, dragging a little stick on a string, kind of dejected, but a little bit hopeful, I'd say. I don't know, you know, if he just figured, well, maybe that, that rabbit would circle back to my room. I don't know the answer. Cricket had to t- return that that shoebox to Doreen Fundle's room, and and then she clocked out. So we got to Bickham's, because that's the whole point of this, y'all guys. You know, I was trying to get out to uh, get a meal with my gal, and uh, had, well, well, what else you gonna get there you know at the catfish buffet but we, we had the catfish buffet it was all time too though boy That was clicking on all cylinders my problem with an all you can eat buffet and maybe you can relate to this is that i need to stop before i'm full especially if i got a softball game to play which i do you know we went there on game night you know about that that's that's what, where we going with this is that you know i end up at the softball fields at the end of this so i throttle back. Even though I feel like I ain't getting my money's worth, and that's a hard thing with all-you-can-eats, too. If you feel like you've got a spare, just a little ounce of room left in that tummy of yours, you think, well, i got to get that in. I paid for that. That's my food kind of thing. Cricket asked me how my savings is going from my truck, which is a good sign because it means that she wants to see me more than she already do. And with a truck, I could get out to her county even more and we could hang out. So she's so busy this summer delivering produce from her daddy's farm and working at the nursing home, it's tough to connect too much. So, you know, this was a, a welcomed uh, opportunity for us to have this little uh, date at Bickham's All-You-Can-Eat Catfish Buffet. Uh, so it was a good day today because I seen her at work, we got food at Bickham's, and then uh, we went to my softball game. We had to go back to the nursing home first, though, so I could get my bike, but that's fine. And you're probably asking yourself at this point, well, what's happening? How in the world did that game go? How in the world did that game go? Team Burger Shed, that's your team. How'd it go? Well, Mort Dwight L. somehow lost his Burger Shed shirt. Now, that's a pretty important shirt to me. That's one of my favorite shirts I own. It's one of my favorite places to go, places to eat, places to hang out. So that's how that go. He said he and his family went to Danny's water park. Now they got a lazy river there and they got good nachos, but I guess he wore his team shirt to the water park and he left it in that locker room. He said they put out a lost and found ticket on it, but he ain't heard nothing yet. And more the big old boy. So I mean, they they you know, maybe somebody his size pick it up. I don't know the answer, you know. I can't figure that out for him. Well, more he run by the burger shed before our game, and he buy himself a new shirt, which is what you got to do. I mean, you know, he he owned up to it. He, he take responsibility for losing his shirt. And he's like, I know, you know, I done paid for this uniform, you know, back a couple seasons ago, his first season with Team Burger Shed. And you can wear that same one. We ain't changing our uniform every year kind of thing. Uh, so he, he can get that same one again. Uh, but you, once you buy it, you know, you already, you already bought it with the team money. Then you got to get your own if you lose it, you know. And he know that he didn't ask for no money from the team like that. We ain't got no, we ain't got like a, a team treasury or anyhow. So anyways, he get up there. And he got he got the money to do that to buy it. His wife she owned Uptown Gal. That's a women's clothing store in town. That's where Mimo wanted to go to buy creased britches. But she ended up going to Walmart's because Mort said Uptown Gal mostly has yoga pants right now, and Mimo hates yogurt. So only thing about his shirt purchase is that he didn't check the size. I don't know why. I don't know why Mort wouldn't check the size of a shirt. Uh, you know that he's gonna have to. Uh, pull over that torso of his and, and wear and actually have to do some exercise you know you got to be a little bit athletic now Mort he usually first base he ain't doing a lot of running he's just standing on that bag you throw it at him he'll catch a ball Mort Vidal will catch a ball and he hit dingers and that's the thing about Mort and you probably know that you know if you've been here before you know that Mort he'll uh he'll hit a dinger I mean he'll he'll launch that thing over over the wall in the outfield but the thing about it, if if it hits the wall and it stayed in the park, he got a long single. He ain't trying to hoof out a double, triple, nothing else other than either a single or, a, you know, a long single. Are he going back to the dugout or he's trotting the bases because it cleared the fence? Well, anyhow, here he is hustling from the parking lot with a uniform easily two sizes too small on him. But I mean, he already pulled that thing on. Boy, he got that. It's painted on. I'm telling you, it's painted on. I mean, it was, it was so tight. Rusty Tidwell seen him and hollered, save some women for the rest of us, Mort, you know, kind of thing. And Mort hollered back, shut up, Rusty. At least I'm in uniform, you know, kind of thing. Like, he was just glad that he got there. You know, he went through a lot. You know how sometimes somebody's late for something and you think, well, they just wasn't thinking about us. But would, the truth is, Mort had been running here and there trying to get this thing figured out. Firstly, he thought, well, maybe it's in, maybe my uniform. I did bring it home from Danny's Water Park. Maybe, but it, it, it wasn't, you know, it was, is gone. And so Mort, you know, Mort's mad and whatever. So uh, Myron Curtis says, are you in uniform though? I mean, really? You calling that your uniform? I mean, Myron got in on it too. You know, just kind of poking fun at old Mort. Well, Mort was mad now and that can go one of two ways and it went good for us. Everybody knows, like I said, Mort, he'll hit a dinger. He can hit them dingers all day long, but he ain't, he never hit four in a game. And Donnie Wayne Chambliss had a couple himself. Rusty Tidwell, Rance Fornhart both had bases clearing doubles tonight. And me, and Russell Tucker, not just me. Both of us got a couple hits each. Mine, you know, I stole three bases all head first, but them hits I got was singles. Here's the deal, y'all. Team Burger Shed. We won the game tonight. Is seventeen runs uh, to nine runs. And after the game, Rusty Tidwell said, "Hey, if you're gonna play like that in a tiny shirt, maybe you get one size smaller for next week." Mort kind of thing. Mort was still mad. Even after having a career night like this, the shirt was not comfortable. It was riding up in his armpits. It's bad, and he peeled that thing off. And there was, a, there he was by himself. You know, after that, just on next to the field, he's a portly, sweatly, sweaty little chest naked Mort Dwight oh, come on, Mort, you ain't got to do that here. You know, we try to, like, just seeing that whole scene was like, man, you know, we's in good spirits because we won, but Mort can't get away with that. Anyways, it's like we all yelled in unison at him, and I, I saw Cricket spit out some food in her mouth sitting over there in the bleachers like it took everybody off guard. Nobody expected Mort to do that, and Mort just stood there chest naked and said, who hit four dingers? You know, he made a good point. I mean, he did make a good point till his wife yelled, cover up, Mort. That ain't for everybody kind of thing, you know, so she, she came of him like that. He had to pull a T-shirt from his duffel bag that fit him, you know. Maybe he's going to give the other one to one of the kids. I don't know, and I don't know if he's going to wait to hear about that lost and found ticket from Danny's Water Park. They do have good nachos. Or just go buy a uniform from Bud's this week that fits him. I just don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, he can't give that one back, but don't take refunds on them shirts. And once he knows that Mort Dwightell played a full, uh, Complete softball game in it, hit four dingers, rounded the bases. Uh, that ain't going to happen. But I do know this. This is what I do know. Team Burger Shed is now three wins to one lost and one tie. I know. That's threes, ones, and ones. And that's pretty good. Turns out Cricket didn't spit out food she was eating at the game. She actually throwed up when Mort took his shirt off. So we went to Burger Shed for a little snack after because, well, i mean come on you she's hungry you know we we had that bickham's all you can eat catfish buffet but then we had to circle back to buds after that it's a busy week y'all and i appreciate y'all joining me here on the on the tab and dillard podcast i've been a you know on the road since that softball game i've been making making my rounds meeting y'all on the road i appreciate y'all that came out thank y'all for uh Follow me on Instagrams or TikToks to YouTubes. We're putting out stuff. A lot going on. And uh, this podcast is a big part of it. And it's been growing quite a lot. And I appreciate y'all joining me here. And like I said, hey, in my, in my show notes, you're going to see that Bee House Honey. We tabbed into honey from bees. Uh, if you've been waiting to buy some, this is the week to do it. Check that out. Let me know what you think, and then you'll see the other what things. But like the Early Bird Gets a Perm shirt is ready, and then uh, you can text me and just uh, holler at me. I appreciate hearing from y'all, or email me. And again, we're getting ready for that Q&A, and I need questions, or I ain't got answers kind of thing. So y'all can be doing that this week. And boy, we inching up on 300, uh, on the iTunes, uh, 300 reviews. Uh, and so if you could just rate it, or I guess they're called ratings, you know, them, them little stores people. So if you could give it a rating and you ain't, then please do that on there because uh, that's like the resume. You know, I can tell you all day and I can tell your friends, hey, I, I, uh, I want you to listen to my podcast. And they like, you know, of course, who doesn't want folks to listen to their podcasts? podcast? But when y'all say, hey, check it out. Or and give a good rating or whatever. then that help? So I appreciate y'all doing that. There ain't nobody making you do it. You ain't got to do it. You just being kind enough to do it, and I'm and I'm I'm glad you do. So that's how that go. And again, don't forget them Q and As, them questions and them answers. Uh, I appreciate it. But here's the deal. I better scoot out of here for now. I still got one more show to do in Hardy, Arkansas this week. If you listen to this on Tuesdays or even Wednesdays mornings, and you in the Hardy, Arkansas area, I'm gonna be at the Hardy Junction Music Hall tonight and I'm gonna have. Here's what I'm gonna have there, uh, and this is a little bit of a problem on the road too, because I didn't have every single shirt I i, I own. You know, somebody, I think a couple people wanted a turkey salmon shirt, and I didn't have it. You know, and and uh, on the road, I brought uh no pro fishing shirts. I got so if you see me in a Hardy, you can pick up one. I got the Cannonball Champ shirts. I got uh what else? Uh, some of them pig shirts, the white ones with the pig diagram on it. I got the Squirrel in the Headlock with a Peacock a shirt and then i think we got one 2021 last year's team burger shed jersey shirt with the roster on the back they've been kind of discontinued because we had 20 out 22 now but we've been selling them uh discounted on the road and i got one left and whatever size it is i don't even know what size it is but if that's your size and you show up in hardy uh before anybody else that wants it then this yours kind of thing but that's what we do, and and so uh, i'm i'm on the road And not in my trailer this week. So I'm hoping uh, I can find some sort of intro music. If the the podcast sounds any different this week, it's because it is different. Because I'm in the middle of, you know, in between these shows and all that. So I better scoot out of here for now. But I do want to say, if you ain't lost your softball jersey at a water park this week or lost a shoebox because somebody took it to build a rabbit trap, you're having a pretty good week. Until next time, we'll see you later. Bink, bink.